0: Welcome back to the latest episode of the A to Z Guide to Alcohol-Free Beer. I'm Robin, the founder and creator of the AF Beer Club monthly subscription boxes. This episode, looking at all things beginning with G, is a two-parter, we'll be opening a couple of the new beers in your box, as well as having a special feature on Big Drop's Galactic Stout. The second part will follow next month, with interviews with Good Karma and Guinness. For the first section of this pod, I'll be opening up the new beer from Jump Ship, and having a little audio history from their founder. I'll then dive deep into the Big Drop Galactic Stout, exploring its evolution, talking to Rob Fink, the co-founder of Big Drop. I'll finish off by cracking the new beer from Ticket, a saffron and lemongrass beer, with an interview with their founders. In your latest box, you will find a new IPA from Jumpship, a brewery we've worked closely with since 2020, to help showcase their beers to as many people as possible. If you've got the beer to hand, crack it open as we catch up with Sonia Mitchell, the founder of Jumpship, with some clips from the last few years.
1: So yeah, when I, when I started looking at the beers out there, just I couldn't find the one that I really wanted to drink, um, and I spent about six months telling myself this is crazy, this is crazy, you can't do this, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to be really annoyed if someone else does it, and I just want yeah. crack at making this beer.
0: That was a clip from the 2020 interview during the AF Beer Festival, where Sonia explained her first forays into making alcohol-free beer in 2018.
1: Not a brewer, not even a home brewer at that point, um... So I went to beer school, oh, wow. <laughs> I did a startup <laughs> brewing course um, and uh, learned an awful lot, got even more excited about making beer, um, but also realized that to do this commercially, I'd need some help. Um, so I, I met a brewer who worked with me on a recipe. So I had a sort of clear idea of the beer I wanted to make. Um, and I wanted to start with a lager because I feel like lager doesn't get enough love
0: with her yardarm lager in tow, in 2019, Sonia went about scaling up and raising funds.
1: Um, and at that point, I um, I did some crowdfunding, which was oh. um, quite a nerve-wracking decision because I didn't at that point have the beer made. Um, and uh, the response to it was amazing. Um, oh. I thought it would just be like my mum, my brother, and my dog supporting me, but <laughs> it's kind yeah. of. A- a really good response, particularly with the Scotland people um, you know, backing an alcohol-free brewer.
0: With a beer and funds, Sonia was able to make a real push with Yardarm, growing a loyal customer fan base to the point where she could consider expanding. We caught up again mid-2021 when Jumpship became two, welcoming head brewer Pete Sharp.
2: Uh, Pete joined us
1: in the beginning of June. Um, so... Um... So I have uh, a very deep and narrow knowledge of alcohol-free brewing and Pete has an enormous breadth of brewing. Experience. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so it's, it's brilliant to have him on board. And I think his first day, he hadn't even officially joined, was um, the Brew Day for Goosewing. Wing. So um, um, i had yeah. done the recipe before Pete joined, um, but then kind of handed it to, to, to go and, and, and make, it, make it work on a commercial scale.
0: By this point the Yardarm lager had been joined by two more beers, a pale and an IPA. Over the next year, we'd see a couple of experimental brews, followed by a stout, red ale, sour, and now this brand new IPA. The beers are vegan and gluten-free, an important part of the jump ship ethos. As Sonia explained back in 2020.
2: I think
1: just the more people who can access a good beer the better. So if you're taking out the alcohol you've already opened up to more people. Um, if you're then making it gluten-free and, and vegan, then it's just, um, yeah, just more reasons to have a beer.
0: So what's next for Sonia, Pete and the Jump Ship journey? Here's Sonia for a final time sharing her aspirations.
1: Our aspirations to have our own brewery. So okay. to have that ability to brew what we like when we like. Um, in whatever quantity we want and whatever format we want.
0: Yeah. And
1: yeah. we um, so, um, you know we've been we've been lucky to have a really good relationship with the place where we brew at the moment, and um, they're really you know willing to let us come in and, and brew the beers how we want. Um, but um, yeah, that's the dream, and to have. Have somewhere where you can come in, taste the beers, have a look around, do tours, and all of that kind of thing. That for me is, is what makes a craft brewery special. So, um, Pete and I are knee deep in spreadsheets and business plans and all sorts of stuff.
0: <laughs> I really hope you enjoy the latest beer and make sure you go and follow them at Jumpship Beer on social media or visit jumpship.beer to find out more details. <laughs> Back in 2016, co-founders and old-school friends Rob Fink and James Kindred decided to launch Big Drop, offering beer drinkers a 0.5% alternative that packed as much body and flavour as a full-strength beer. At the time, very little craft options were available. You were looking at Beck's Blue and a pre-scandalous Brewdog Nanny State, and that was it really. Rob and James saw an opportunity and jumped at it. These days... Most new brands launch with an IPA, a seemingly hard beer to mess up, and always a hit with punters.
3: Why on earth would you start the first, I think, alcohol-free craft brewing company with a, with a stout? And it is that slightly hackneyed answer that a lot of people give about a lot of breweries that are started, which is that that was the beer that I couldn't find.
0: That was the voice of the aforementioned Rob Fink big drop co-founder
3: and i'd stopped drinking for for a few months after my eldest son was born and i could find good german pilsners that were alcohol free good alcohol free wheat beers but i could not find an alcohol free stout and and that was and he's the the basic reason why the first beer was a stout because i couldn't find what i wanted to drink
0: Back then, there wasn't the blueprint for setting up an AF brand that you can find today. If you've listened to the previous episodes, you would have heard fellow co-founder James waxing lyrical about their head brewer, who was instrumental in bringing the Big Drop vision to reality.
3: I had been introduced to Johnny Clayton, who is still our head brewer and develops all of our recipes. And when I explained what I wanted to do, which was to make great tasting, alcohol-free beer and he decided he wanted to get involved when i told him that the first style i wanted to try and brew was a stout he was incredibly happy with that because his first response was i remember it well he said great we'll make a milk stout and a milk stout is quite an old-fashioned style of stout it's a little bit sweeter than um uh, than something like a a, a dry irish stout but the lactose, which goes into every single milk stout that is brewed, gives the beer that mouthfeel which is so often lacking in alcohol-free beers uh, simply by virtue of the fact that there isn't the alcohol in there that, that you would usually expect to carry the flavour and the aroma um, of the beers. So in terms of how the process works, it was pretty straightforward um, and Johnny developed a fantastic recipe which we still use today, it's been varied very little over the last seven or eight years, um, and which uses lactose to, to give the beer that fantastic mouthfeel. So, a milk stout it was.
0: Interestingly, considering the beer had been brewed for seven years now, very little modifications have been made. Going to show just how transformative it was at the time.
3: In terms of how the Galactic has developed over the years, I think, as I said, it's one of the few beers that we have produced on a consistent basis that actually hasn't had the recipe changed or varied very much at all.
0: Next, Rob takes us back to the initial taste testing, explaining the longevity of Galactic.
3: I remember doing taste tests um, back in, well, yeah, it would have been 2016 with a group of club soda members um, trying three or four different varieties of the stout that um, Johnny had produced, but the one that was ultimately selected has remained pretty consistent right up until today, Um, whereas many of the other styles of beer have indeed been refined and developed we've taken lactose out we've added in different hop styles we've changed the malt bill all to constantly iterate and innovate but the stout i think as testament to its quality really has remained the same
0: with the beer in the next af beer club box what can you expect from the flavors of galactic
3: most of big drops beers have got a slightly more uh, complex malt bill than you would expect to find in an alcoholic beer of the same style um, which which gives the beers all of our beers uh, slightly more uh, complexity and backbone and and the the galactic stout is no exception to that um, there are a number of different styles of specialty roasted malts we use cocoa nibs um, and obviously you've got the lactose as well so in terms of flavors, You would be expecting a little bit of coffee, a little bit of um, sort of roasted malt flavour, a little bit of sweetness on the end as well. Um, And one of our guys swears blind that he gets a bit of smoky bacon at the end as well. But I'll leave that up to your members as to whether or not they can pick that one up.
0: Wow, it sounds like we're heading towards German smoked beer territory. Definitely let me know if you pick up on that. Thanks to Rob for the clips this month, and I hope you all enjoy the beers. For more details, visit bigdropbrew.com. To finish off the third part of the podcast, we'll be opening the Saffron and Lemongrass beer from Ticket, created by Fay and Ali, a partnership from North London. I spoke to them last year when they released their debut beer. With the latest beer in the box this month, I thought I'd share a couple of clips with you to enjoy. Ali kicks things off sharing the importance of saffron in their beer and culture.
4: When we have a beloved guest, we have to uh, uh offering uh food or beverage with with uh, with, uh saffron uh, as a as a as a ingredient in. So we uh we start uh, our first uh alcohol-free beer with saffron to show uh this respect because i believe the ticket enriched with uh saffron is um like mixing of two two traditions actually one is a tradition which i'm explained about the saffron and the other one is the great uh, culture of drinking in this country, uh, which I, I'm sure that the pale ale and ale has a significant role in it. So.
0: As well as the merging of cultures, saffron has a number of extra benefits, including antioxidants, which protects against stress and brain health. This was referenced in their first beer, Cloud Nine, and now taking a ticket to a better place as co-founder faye explained we
2: had a ticket to go to uh thailand so then because of the covid actually the all the all flight were ticketed. and then <laughs> we just, yeah so then our our uh, ticket also canceled so then we um uh we actually come up with an idea to do something interesting for us so yeah so then uh we had a plan to actually make our own uh, business. So then we just uh, put the name as a ticket. I was, I was pregnant at that time. So then I had really feeling of being on uh, uh nine with this special product with the saffron inside and then the taste, aroma, everything. So yeah, so then the idea comes from, from uh, that time.
0: And- so with the idea of saffron in an alcohol free beer, The team needed someone and somewhere to brew it. Here's Ali again.
4: Uh, I mean, I just had a pack of uh, saffron in my hand. Uh, I mean, uh, went to North Yorkshire, had a great (laughs) chat uh, with the brewer, and then uh, we start step by step, uh, uh, the brewing process, fermentation, what is the effects of, uh, you know, saffron in, fermentation, filters, uh, brewing process. And finally, we we, we are very happy with the output.
0: With the beer finished and being well-received by customers, this month, Ticket has released the follow-up, using saffron again, but this time with lemongrass. For Ali and Faye, the use of these flavours is to spark conversation. Here's Ali one more time.
4: I I believe um, the... Uh, alcohol-free and needs uh, products that can trigger people for uh, starting a dialogue about what we are drinking. Because mm. uh, the most, I believe, the most uh, important benefit of drinking is socializing. And mm-hmm. uh, whenever you have a product that you can talk about, so you can. Uh, I, I like it or I dislike it or I, I think it's like that or like this. It's it's helping people to to socialize. And I...
0: if you enjoyed the beer in the box. You can get more from t tcouk Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Look out for the second part in a few weeks' time. And in the meantime, keep in touch at AF Beer Club on all the socials. Cheers! Thank you.